0: accepted the, the podcast. podcast and i'm not theo
1: and i'm not Juliet,
0: and we're here this week as every week to tell you what's shaking bacon with us that's the whole point of our podcast so let's get right into it theo uh, oh, what's shaking bacon
1: absolutely i was going to tell you nothing happened but this is <laughs> this is the reality of being an adult um i want to say oh nothing happened but yesterday james bought a new car and so oh, fun that's a thing, and yeah. you don't buy a new car every day. So why is that so nothing not. to me? Because it's not my car. It's why.
0: <laughs> but I had to go. What did he get?
1: Uh, he got another Jeep. License plate right. GLC. No, totally kidding. Um, <laughs> and uh, and his old car, which was also a Jeep, the Bluetooth went out on it. And yeah. and Jeep Wrangler has this audio system that's called U connect the letter U because sure. they're cute. And uh, um, just a whole fucking thing. Right. So it's in partnership with Sirius XM. And however, that happened th- when the Bluetooth went out, the dealership and Sirius XM could not agree as to who was responsible for the repair. Right. And yeah. the car still, uh, still under warranty. Um, yeah. And so it's, It just went back and forth, back and forth. And finally, I just said to James, just trade the car in. Yeah. Just, who cares, right? Your phone doesn't connect, so you can't take phone calls.
2: Right. You
1: don't have Apple CarPlay anyway. Everybody needs to have that. I can't live without it now. I I would rather have no car than not have Apple CarPlay, I guess. Yeah, sure. I need
0: Apple CarPlay, absolutely.
1: How do I drive anywhere?
0: I I don't know.
1: Need podcasts, and I need maps. Um, Yeah, So, so anyway, so, uh, so new car, very happy, yippee skippy, and then uh, it's kind of, it wants to be puce, sort of like a grayish purple, but then it's not puce, it's like uh, army gray, but then it's not army gray, it's like a gray silver, and so I don't... It's not my favorite color, um, uh-huh. but at the same time, that's the color that was on the lot that was there the least go. offensive. And I'm
0: surprised you were able to get a car at all.
1: Kind of, yeah. Um, it, there were it's loads of cars, you. but it's like, oh. well, that one doesn't have a tire. And uh, <laughs> that one is from 2015. The The one piece that was really interesting to me was uh, James' previous car was from 2016. This is only interesting to me. Nobody else on the planet gives a single fuck. Um from 2016. And so when James was trading the car in, it's low mileage, all that sort of stuff, right? Um, uh, The guy was like, wow, your car is seven years old and it only has 36,000 miles on it. That's incredible. You must not drive a lot. James was like, no, I I drive to work, but I live like two miles from the office and that's kind of that. And so great. And then James said, yeah, no, you're going to, you're only going to give me, um, X for it, but you're going to turn around and sell it for X, X plus X, right? And the guy was like, oh, no, no, your car's uh, six, seven years old. Like banks don't finance cars that are that old anymore. You can't get a loan for it. So we have to price Uh, it at the cash buyer's market. uh, And nobody's going to come along and give them 30,000 cash for a car that's seven years old. When you could give 30,000 cash for a car that's like two years old. Uh-huh so um, interesting, and uh. I am the type of person that will drive to that lot, get out, walk around, find the old car, and look at the yeah. price sticker just to right. see if on that board <laughs> anyways, um, I'll keep it short because truly nothing, although um we do have okay, time for the okay. garden update. you take weather, Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like take I want to know what's going on yeah, so there's a little baby possum that lives in our yard, Aww. and I want you to take cute. And I want you to magnify it times 10.
2: Oh. It is
1: so fucking cute. It is the cutest little thing.
2: Oh
0: I
1: can't even believe it's real. And Aww. it's a baby. It is the size of your fist. They're right?
0: friendly too. Did you pet it?
1: No. Um <laughs> no. Because I wasn't <laughs> sure right, if it fine. would bite me. Um I'm technically I'm not from LA, but uh I'm from LA, and the only <laughs> wildlife I know is like in nightclubs. And so I don't know what bites you, what has rabies, what's infested uh-huh. with fleas. I, I don't know. Even birds are questionable. So um, it's so cute. Now that you've told me they're friendly and I can pet them, I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to pet the possum, which sounds dirty. Um,
0: it's probably just going to play dead. Oh, cute. So. <laughs> yeah, so cute. But so. if you get rabies, don't come run into me. <laughs> Okay,
1: <laughs> You're the first person I'm biting
0: <laughs> And I'll be there too I so. will
1: run across this country Well, yes, you're right I'll have to get infected with rabies while you're here
0: um, No, that's not a good idea I don't want to spend my trip in the emergency room
1: <laughs> I think Austin has nice emergency rooms um, But anyway, yeah. so I have these two I had, past tense These two little thyme plants, the herb um, nice. and I have a friend who calls them thyme. 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 Like <laughs> it's not pronounced the way it's spelled. Yeah. I yeah, don't. So, um, so these two time plants, right. And they were probably about a good 12 inches apart. Cause I wanted them to grow and have room to grow, but I wanted to be uh-huh. close together so they could, I don't know what plants do mate and then make more plants. Um, and then all the time is mine. Actually, I'm kidding. I know how plants, whatever. So, um, they're gone. Oh, no. They're entirely gone. Oh, no. Something came and ate Aww. one of them.
0: I see where this is going.
1: And walked 12 inches and ate the other I one. the
0: other one. <laughs> Motherfucker. Aww.
1: One wasn't enough for you. Um, and so, of course, I went out and I bought six more. And I'll be oh, planning good. them today. You're going to uh, be
0: feeding that, whatever it is, eating.
1: Apparently, yes. And so... <laughs> I knew that couldn't be squirrels, right? Right. Also, it happened at night. And how I know it happened at night was in the evening, I was outside admiring my garden. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning, I went outside again to admire my garden. My garden. Yeah. It's been eight hours. So what happened? <laughs> <laughs> the whole story going on back there in my head. And um, yeah, and they were gone. So it happened overnight. Probably not squirrels. I don't think squirrels run around at night. Possum, you're lucky you're cute. I'm stepping on you the next time I see you.
0: I bet possums do eat thyme.
1: I googled it, and they do. Uh, And they eat tomatoes, and they eat parsley, and cilantro, and You
0: should put a little plate out for it so it can eat off the plate as opposed to eating your fresh vegetables and herbs. Although it probably won't know the difference between your plate and the fresh vegetables and herbs. But maybe if you make it easy for it. Somehow. That's
1: not a bad idea. Maybe I just go to Home Depot and get which I awesome shouldn't food. be doing cuz that, that guy supports Trump. I I need to stop going to Home Depot. It's just such a, oh, auto yeah. default. Um yeah. whatever, as yes. Lowe's uh, any better? Um it's the exact same thing. Uh, it's just there's more Home Depot stores around me and I mean,
0: is Lowe's better for the from the Trump angle?
1: Oh, yeah. Or I don't know, but because I don't know, that means yes. Oh, we're building a nice segue before we get to your um your what's shaken, bacon. So my
0: bacon.
1: So to start talking about stores and buying products at the end of yours, and then we'll have a nice segue. Okay. Right? There you go. Okay. The perfect plan, secret in place.
0: Right. <laughs> so what about you? What's shaking,
1: Bacon? What you got?
0: I'm going to Austin. I'm so excited. I'll be there tomorrow. I think like at one o'clock or two o'clock or something like 1
1: that. 1.10 p.m.
0: Um, yeah. And I'll, I'll meet you um, if you want. You know, I'll just meet you by the, by the luggage. Not by the luggage, but outside of the arrivals. So you don't have to come in.
1: You're lucky that I don't buy a ticket from San Francisco to Austin and ride on the plane with you as you get (laughs) here.
0: I'd have to get to San
1: Francisco first. But, yeah, I'll meet you at baggage claim.
0: No, don't come in. Just meet me outside, like, you know, at at the outside place where they fucking.
1: Where people get picked up outside of baggage claim.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. That place. Yeah. But don't come in. So don't, don't do any of that stuff but um but yeah, okay so, so mean- don't
1: don't be there with the balloons and dressed up like a clown and scream it's juliette everybody she's here congratulations
0: on getting over your gonorrhea yeah no signs
1: yeah so, oh um,
0: thank you I wouldn't have thought of that.
1: <laughs> how about if i'm just standing down there and i start clapping and i scream mommy mommy
0: <laughs> i would die laughing um so yeah, so I'm going to Austin and I'll be there a couple days and we're going to go see a band and we're going to have a good time and and we don't have to do anything other than see the band and I'll be to- totally happy. So, um, I don't have anything planned or anything, any, uh, secret desires to do anything. I'm just, uh, looking forward to seeing you and, and hanging out. So that'll be fun. Um, and other than that, I got absolutely nothing going on. So, um. Let's talk about stores and shopping, and, and uh, <laughs> maybe when I'm there, we can go to Lowe's or Home Depot.
1: <laughs> oh, I'll take you to Lowe's, because we'll be buying some time plants. I don't know if you know about this possum that's eating in my garden, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm very excited, and there's loads to show you and drag you around to see, and I think you're in Austin for the perfect amount of time, because mm-hmm. it's not like New York, where you just can't do everything. Yeah. Right. you can do Austin Austin's a good two-day town three days fine <laughs> does,
0: does Austin have an art museum they must
1: it depends on who you ask oh really yes and so um if you ask me then Austin Austin has a Austin would like to have a museum and they have a couple of good starts there's the okay. Blanton which is at UT um, uh-huh. and it has a you know, they They don't have as many paintings as I have, but their paintings are worth a lot more money than mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, no, it's not like a San Francisco, LA, New York, okay. Chicago type, right? But Just curious. there's a couple of museums, and are they worth going in? Is any museum worth going in? No.
0: <laughs> Good to get that cleared up. <laughs>
1: So, so yeah, go ahead. yeah. So what are we talking about today?
0: Well, we're talking about um, brand sponsorships and uh, brand sponsorships as they relate to um, a certain person whose name is Dylan Mulvaney, and uh, Dylan Mulvaney is twenty six years old, and uh, was born assigned male at birth in San Diego, Yay, California. Um, she says she came out to her mother as a girl when she was four years old, but her life. Um, just, I guess in general, and then later as an actor, cause she was in musicals and plays like Book of Mormon, which have you ever seen Book of Mormon?
1: I haven't. Um, but I have a really good friend who has seen it twice and she paid money for those really? tickets. Yes. Really? Like when she told Where me what she paid, I was like, for fuck's sake, really?
0: Wow. Where did she was at in LA?
1: No, it was in New York. So, oh, okay. um,
0: things are so expensive nowadays. <laughs> well,
1: it just what whatever Book of Mormon like the tickets were um uh, 2500 plus. Shit. Yeah, exactly. There's no way. Oh yeah. There's no way. Yeah, yep. Yep. Wow. There were people that paid more than that for it. so there's nothing I want if if I'm going to be starring in the show, I might spend $2500 for right. the ticket. Right, If that's what it takes to get me on the stage Otherwise, right. no Mm-mm.
0: No, I mean I was just looking at some luggage Which was like half that And I couldn't even justify <laughs> spending that much of money on luggage <laughs> Much less going to a play um, But I'm sure that she had a good time when she went so oh, and she went you know, twice They say experiences are more important than things So maybe it's worth it, I don't know um, But I have not seen Book of Mormon And I would like to see it But uh, sounds like I never will I'm waiting for the Netflix uh, yeah um, so Dylan was in Book of Mormon and um, uh, some other things like that and being an actor and she was she was acting as a man um, prevented her from fully transitioning until during the pandemic when basically all of her acting jobs disappeared and she had a chance to really sit down I guess and think about what she wanted to do and who, who she was and and um, what she wanted out of life and, and by that time she had gotten a following on TikTok already for posting cute animal videos and talking about her life as a queer person. So she then used her platform in March of last year, 2022, to officially come out as, um, okay, here's now. I'm not sure how to say this. Did she come out as trans? Did she come out as a woman or did she come out as a trans woman?
1: Um, so great question. And the answer is yes to all three. You either, um, you've, it's not that you have choices, but like, you know, (laughs) you're coming out as trans, you're coming out as a trans woman and Uh you're coming out as a woman. Um, And so all three of those things are true at the same time.
0: Okay, got it. So she came out um, in March online um, and she did it by tracking what she called her days of girlhood to document her transition. So she started, you know, with the uh, first day of girlhood and went on. And, and she said in interviews that she used the term girlhood because she had never gotten to be a girl. And she wanted to um, take the opportunity when she was coming out to have as much girlhood as she possibly could. And I think she has sort of started moving into talking about herself as a woman lately. But um, I don't have the deets on that, so um, I can't say for sure. Uh, but she is an extremely positive person. And her or at least her persona is extremely positive. She's infectious.
1: She's, she really she is, is joyous. Yeah.
0: she's infectious doesn't sound like a nice word. <laughs> she's infected. <laughs>
1: her joy is infectious. Her, her joy is infectious in a good way. Um,
0: yeah. And she now has about 11 million followers and she has had about a billion views, which can you imagine a billion views? That's a seventh of the planet. That's a lot of freaking views. Um, And she has received numerous brand sponsorships, as I alluded to earlier. Um, Those sponsors have included Nike, KitchenAid, Kate Spade, Native, Olaplex, and Svedka Vodka. But the most controversial sponsors so far have been Ulta and Bud Light. Ulta interviewed Dylan Mulvaney on its podcast in October, uh, during which she discussed her transition and the definition of beauty. And I think their uh, podcast is something called... Called something like beauty is or something like that so that's why she discussed her definition of beauty um she also talked about her desire to be a mother which really set a lot of people off um and a number of it totally did a number of anti-trans customers responded by threatening to boycott ulta ulta did not give a fuck and said the premise of our podcast is to feature conversations that widen the lens surrounding traditional beauty standards we believe beauty is for everyone the intersectionality of gender identity is nuanced, something David and Dylan acknowledge themselves within the episode. Regardless of how someone identifies, they deserve our respect, which I say, good for you, Alta. It's the absolute is
1: basic operating system we should yeah. all be using. Yeah. Uh, that's just like where we should be starting from. But yeah. whatever, I'll, hold, I'll save a lecture like, for later.
0: It's like the minimum. Yeah. Um, then in April, Bud Light sent Dylan a can of beer with her face on it as part of a brand partnership. So uh, they did not, like, put her face on cans of beer that were for sale in the stores. And I don't know if they sent her a can of beer or a case of beer with her face on it. It was but
1: a, far- a, like a, uh, a case. It was a case. Was one case. It wasn't like yeah. 10,000 cases <laughs> of beer that nobody was forced to drink a, bil- a, bil- a Dylan beer, right? They, yeah. They sent her... How many beers are in a case? Like twenty-four?
0: I don't have any idea.
1: I'm usually too drunk to count. By the time I get past six, so
0: <laughs> it's more
1: than six, and then I lose count. I don't
0: know. Twelve? I don't know. Uh, no idea. So, so anyway, that sent people completely over the edge. Um, Marjorie Taylor Green loudly switched oh, to Coors Light. Oh, my ears! Light. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, she switched to Coors Light despite Coors being vocally supportive of LGBTQIA plus rights and Kid Rock made a video shooting cans of Bud Light that he had already paid for. So basically not proving anything or doing anything to anybody. Um, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre called out the violence and vitriol directed at transgender Americans following conservative outrage over Bud Light's partnership with Dylan Mulvaney. She said, when a transgender American posts a video about a brand of beer they enjoy and it leads to bomb threats, it's clear that that level of violence and vitriol against transgender Americans has to stop. They should be allowed to be who they are, to be who they want to be, and they should be able to speak out against, and we should be able to speak out, and others should be able to speak out against hate and discrimination, she said. So this level of vitriol shown to Bud Light by conservatives resulted in the chief executive of Anheuser-Busch issuing a statement last week on the company's Twitter account, which we will talk about in a few minutes. Yes. Four days. Go ahead. Oh,
1: no, Did no, you no. Do uh, Oh, no, no. Please uh, please continue.
0: I was going to say four days after uh, Dylan posted the Bud Light video, she then announced a paid partnership with Nike in an Instagram post in which she modeled leggings and a sports bra. Leading former Olympians Sharon Davies and Caitlyn Jenner, who is of course transgender herself, to criticize the brand. Jenner said, "Let's not normalize any of what this person is doing. This is absurdity." How I get Caitlyn Jenner's deal here? Caitlyn... Like, does she think she's not trans? Does she?
1: Caitlyn Jenner Has she is forgotten the what she had worst. to go
0: through. Is she? What is her deal? Does she think she's better than Dylan Mulvaney in some way?
1: Um, she, well, so I can't speak for, um...
0: I mean, not that Dylan Mulvaney isn't good, that that, that came out wrong, but...
1: Oh, no, I know, you know exactly what, I mean. what you mean. No, Caitlyn Jenner's thing is that, um, she's conservative. Mm-hmm. And so that means traditional values. Now, she is an exception to mm-hmm. people who hold traditional values and that she is... Well, let me... I, that's not that's not what I mean to say. So let me, let me take that back. Not that she's an exception. She believes there's an exception for her under the umbrella of traditional values. And she gets to hold the umbrella and she determines who gets to stand under it. And Dylan does not in Caitlin's world, right? Because Dylan's up. liberal. Dylan's asking for too much. You're asking for too much room. You're asking for too much of a presence at the table. But at the same time, Having been an empowered, entitled, wealthy Olympic athlete um, who had, well, I'll say, essentially the world thrown at their feet uh, when they were in their prime, mm-hmm. um, just a just a skewed version of reality. And so the world owes Caitlyn Jenner everything because the world has always right. given her everything up until the that time I she guess. started transition, right? But it's so yeah, yeah, it's just. Oh, I can't. Did you see the Lady Gaga thing? No. Oh, it's awesome. So, Lady Gaga is standing outside some event, right? Some, something, and it's people just milling around. And mm-hmm. Caitlyn Jenner is there, and she comes up to Lady Gaga. And I will say, Caitlyn Jenner is, I shouldn't talk about how people are dressed, but I'm going to, is mm-hmm. dressed like a very, um, very matronly grandmother mm-hmm. who thinks she's still a little sexier than she her she would be in terms of normal conventional uh beauty standards mm-hmm. clothes were a little too young I'll say for her still on the matronly side um and Lady Gaga is wearing like some big white ball gown thing right mm-hmm. and Caitlin comes up and says, hi are you still staying in Malibu and Lady Gaga looks at her sort of like, I'm why are you asking me this question and people are milling around and Caitlyn Jenner says, I haven't seen you at Starbucks, which is Caitlyn Jenner's way of saying we live in the same neighborhood. We travel in the same circles. We are equals. We have the same magnitude of star power. I'm important. All all the Hollywood bullshit. I mean, that's a Hollywood move, Mm -hmm. right? You're going to associate myself with you. Um, And so anyway, uh, Caitlin says, I haven't seen you at the Starbucks. And Lady Gaga says, I've switched baristas. And then (laughs) walks away. (laughs) I want a t-shirt that says, I've switched baristas. It's the new, I don't know her, that Mariah Carey line that I've switched baristas. Beautiful. Yeah. And then the look on Lady Gaga's face is very much a, um, why are you talking to me when you hold the views that you have? And I'm not projecting that is the look on her face, right? Wow. But anyway. um,
0: It's amazing.
1: Yeah. So Caitlyn Jenner is a piece of work who is completely out of touch with her own hypocrisy, but Uh, we'll wait for her to apologize one day.
0: Yeah. we'll, we'll, Well, we won't hold our breath, but we hope that she will apologize one day. And then Sharon Davies had a bit of a different criticism. Of the whole thing, saying that um, the Nike and other sports companies are not giving enough modeling opportunities to women in general, and I think she's she's wrong in excluding
1: trans women Dylan
0: from from that group of women. Like she should be happy that Dylan is getting um, advertising as a woman, and there should be more women who um, who are included in the the, uh, the what getting ads. So. Um, so I disagree with Sharon Davies, but she did have a slightly different point. So I think she just was making it really poorly and it's wrong. So anyway, um, so I thought I would go into a little bit, the um, just a little bit, that since uh, April 3rd, a record number of anti-LGBTQ bills have been introduced this year. So there are 417 Um, in 2023. And it's only April. It's only mid-April, I think. Yeah. Compared to 180 bills last year as a whole. um, And many of those bills are aimed at trans young people trying to access gender-affirming health care. So I think we've seen, and I think in Florida, maybe in Tennessee, people are trying to outlaw um, young people trying to get gender-affirming health care, which is appalling. Um,
1: Especially when you uh, stop and think, sorry to jump in there, but... No, please. Like, You need your parents' permission. You just don't get to be an eight-year-old and walk into the doctor and say, "Give me some tea," which is like short for testosterone. Everybody, for those who don't know, Um, yeah. You or as a twelve-year-old, you just don't get to decide. I'm going to have corrective surgery. Right. Even even adults don't get to just walk into the doctor and say, "I'd like corrective surgery." There are. There are psychological profiles, tests you have to go through. There's therapy you have to undergo, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not something that's undertaken lately. And so horrifying to me that the government thinks that they know children better than the children's parents know themselves. I've lost myself in a grammatical snag there, but it's a government saying, We know how to raise your kids. You Uh, clearly don't.
0: Yeah. And this is from the party of get the government out of my life and let me raise my kids my own way. Well, a little bit hypocritical there. Oh, speaking
1: of the party of that, did you hear what uh, the Texas GOP did? I don't know. Well, all I have to say is Texas GOP, and then it's like, it could be anything, Theo, what? (laughs) They've passed a law if that all public schools— I will say again, public schools have yeah. to prominently display the Ten Commandments in every classroom.
0: Did they pass that law or did they just propose it?
1: I believe it's been passed. Really? Yep. And then um, within the school day, there is Bible and prayer time. Uh, and I'm just like, you guys, wait until the kids with the Quran start showing up asking for, you know, a moment the behind Satanist. the mic. to Yeah. That. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, Jewish people, as long as you kind of keep it to Moses and the Ten Commandments and all of that, great. Don't say anything that's anti-Jesus, and sure, they'll give you the mic, but um, yeah. Yeah, government, um, the GOP is inserting itself into women's vaginas, uh, people's gender identities, meaning their heads, um, and uh, their religion down our throats.
0: Yeah. It's terrible. I don't know what we can do about it. Um, hopefully, hopefully in the next election will help, but I, oh, I'm God, yeah. concerned. Let's,
1: we'll see. I'm not concerned about the country. I think that, well, let me rephrase that. I think there's enough people out there who see what's happening within the GOP and right wing. And this may feel very uh, tangential or right wing, but the, The backlash against Budweiser is coming from the right wing and the and the hatred that is spewed at Dylan comes from the right wing. I mean, yeah, there's some turfs out there. There's some leftists who aren't on board with trans people and Mm -hmm. and all of that. So maybe like in many ways, the politics might align, except when it comes to gender. Um, And I I can't speak to that. But I I think there's enough people out there that we're going to be okay.
0: I hope so. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down and look at it every night before I go to sleep, so I can I'm get it to throw sleep. it in my
1: face two years from now when it's like <laughs> Trump is president, Amy <laughs> Cody Barrett or whoever she is it's like the Supreme oh, Court justice.
0: Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Uh, so that's all I've got. Have you got anything else before we talk about the apology?
1: I do. Um, and so, uh, so uh, gosh, it's like. I didn't get into the history of beer. I mentioned this to you pre-show, right? I mm-hmm. didn't get the history of Anheuser-Busch. Um, mm-hmm. I I was very interested in the marketing aspect of this. so mm. um, So I was looking for, okay, what happened? And who got to make this decision? And now I'm frantically Googling everybody. To see her name. Her first name is Alyssa. Her last name is Heinerscheid. And she was the VP of Bud Light. And she's the person who gave the green light to the Dylan Mulvaney um, campaign. Right. And. And I'll just say, like, wow, this it all gets to be rather you just get to a point of inertia with it. Um, Mm -hmm. it's this thing of, okay, so Budweiser, the VP of Budweiser brought in a trans person and did something that I would consider to be nice. People freak out and the stock takes like, and in some news sites, it's a $5 billion tumble. Um, and other news sites, it's a blip, um, you and I looked at it very quickly pre-show, and it was a drop of forty-six cents per share.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was like sixty-five dollars and eighty cents, and then it went down to like sixty-five dollars and ten cents. So, I mean, sure, that's a that's a jump, but is it a big jump? I don't know. I don't know stocks, right? But it'll come back. I, Budweiser's not going to go anywhere. Right. Um, but it's it's just the, the sheer reaction, the sheer hatred in the reaction, right? And it's this whole you're ripping the fabric of reality away from me. What is a man? What is a woman? La la la. And uh, and I listened to Rosie, o- not on purpose, but because I was doing some research on Dylan, I listened to Rosie O'Donnell's podcast, and I will say, fine, you know, it's the typical Rosie O'Donnell stuff. Um, very friendly, very sweet, very sugary. Okay. Awesome. Um, but she quoted one of her kids and, and that sort of like helped frame this for me. And it, um, according to Rosie, her daughter came home from school, elementary school, and, and advised Rosie that some of my classmates don't know their genders. And Rosie O'Donnell, who, for our listeners who don't know, is a lesbian activist, right? So she's gay, she's queer, she's fully on board. And Rosie said, oh, well, honey, you know, um, it's pretty easy to figure out. There's boys and girls. And her daughter said, no, mommy, no, mommy, that's sexes. There's two sexes, but there's many genders. Problem fucking solved. I'm not going to fight that. Um, But we are in this weird, like, time where everybody sort of gets to pick their own version of the truth. and, And our... Versions don't align or match up, and so we're finding ourselves divided further and further. And mm-hmm. what I love about Dylan is she's just so full of positive energy and joy, and she really is about about bringing people in and helping them understand, which is why she started the whole 365 days of girlhood TikTok, so that people could see a trans person undergo the, the transition and get to know that person. Right. Um, and, v- you know, very lovely. She takes a lot of heat. Um, and so just some random thoughts that will I'll throw out there, we can connect, and then we'll look at... Um, I'm just going to call her Alyssa, VP of Bud Light, and sort of like, how and why did she make this decision? So I'm going to start with the fact that all mammalian life, that's a big biology word for warm-blooded creatures, mm-hmm. start off as female. So mm-hmm. every man is actually trans because mm-hmm. we were all female for the first six weeks of of existence, right? The, and whether or not, I, you know, I, I can't get into, like, is six weeks, does that make it a baby or not? Whatever, the sack of tissues is XX chromosome, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a... Um, a, a just say it's intentional. It's not intentional. It's just, it's a defense mechanism um, because the Y chromosome would be recognized as a foreign body inside of a female's body. And so the immune response would shut that shit down basically, I guess. Um, all right. So all men start out life as trans. If we could, Or all men are trans because all men start out life as female. Uh, but saying something like that, it's it reminds me of my argument about when people say, Oh, you're throwing food away. You're just wasting it. Right. And my response is always food does not go to waste. It will be eaten by rats. It'll be eaten by bacteria. It'll turn into soil. It's not going to go anywhere. I just didn't eat it. It's human hubris to think that the food is wasted. Right. That lecture never wins any converts. Nobody's like, Oh my God, Theo, you're so right. I never thought it about that way. I'm sorry. I criticized you. Um, it's more like shut up, don't be so pedantic. And so same, same thing with that. Um, and not that I don't know what to do with it, but that that's kind of what helps me frame my viewpoint around trans people existing as, as trans, um, or as, as the gender slash sex that, that they are, um, So I'm not bent out of shape that somebody's going to appear on a beer can. Um, And neither was Alyssa. So Alyssa is a Harvard grad, and she was interviewed on a show that I did listen to. It was an hour and six minutes. Um, Wow. Yeah. And you're welcome because it was a very... Mommy and me, rose all day. It's wine o'clock. Oh live, gosh. love, laughed podcast, right? And and I have a lot more thoughts about about that podcast than I do <laughs> around um, this issue, right? Because Dylan, uh-huh. your hero, absolutely love you. You're amazing. Um, and then uh, Alyssa, also but it took me 45 minutes to get to that point because mm-hmm. it was a lot of the interviewers saying things like you're such a badass girl boss how do you slay all day and you know it's like holy fuck god with the the trait clichés the the just all of it right i know i hate it uh, but i was listening because i wanted to hear where's the Bud Light marketing stuff, right? And so it did come up a couple of times and, and at one point uh, in a very direct way. So um, so Alyssa has taken a leave of absence slash potentially maybe been fired. There's been some realignment of marketing um, um, staff at, uh, at Anheuser-Busch, because of the well, I can't say because of the Dylan situation, but it only happened immediately after the Dylan situation. So, because of the Dylan situation, um, and and I'll say um, we'll see what's going to happen with that, but it she wasn't like go or slash she wasn't put on leave entirely for the Dylan thing. In this podcast, she says. Bud Light's a brand that's been in decline for a number of years. Mm-hmm. What? No, mm-hmm. you don't say that. Even if it's, I mean, on one hand, yeah, if it's true, it's true. But you know, you don't, you don't say that. Um, you say, you know, ways to improve, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so she she slammed the 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 company a little bit and said that the I'm going to paraphrase here. This is not exactly what she said, but she did say frat culture and she did um sort of paint pictures of frat bros. I don't mm-hmm. think of Bud Light. When I think of Bud Light, I don't think of frat bros.
0: Yeah, right? I don't either, but I could be wrong.
1: No, I I think of guys who fish, I think of pickup trucks, right? That th- that's what I think of. If if I think much about it at all. Um, right. And so then Alyssa Answered a question about like, oh, wow. So you're like, you're the first woman to ever lead uh, Budweiser marketing. Like, what's that experience like? You enjoying being this badass girl boss? And Alyssa says, and this will be verbatim. Um, I'm incredibly grateful. It's kind of taken 41 years for women woman to be in this spot. And I think it's sometimes helpful to just sort of recognize that this is the spot, like, This is sorry. This is literally verbatim. I did text to I did voice to text. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, this is where I think I had maybe even dreamed of being in some kind of a position like this. And so, kind of being happy in the here and now is a part of what I'm trying to do and kind of like draw joy and energy. Um, and it's particularly interesting, um, that as a woman, I'm in a very male-dominated vice industry like beer, and it's a long road, and it's sort of been tense and hard, but it's also brought a lot of clarity and perspective about kind of who I want to be and how I want to operate in the world. And I would say the most important thing about this job is that you have to prioritize bringing other people along the way, community and women, I mean, it's like, it doesn't mean anything unless I'm positively impacting other people. And so it's just been incredibly important to me to make my decisions with teams. I mean, I try to build teams of people who maybe nobody else is taking a chance on them. I try and bet on people who haven't had the opportunity, bet on people with similar values as me who are hungry and want to do great things, but care about each other and protect each other and are kind and good. And I try to bring that honestly female representation in this role. It has been something that I've been really committed to. We can talk a little bit about that if you want, but it's been ever since I took this job, I wanted to try and move the needle in some small choices along the way to start to say this matters to me. It's the same one I'm dealing with. It's same as if I'm dealing with celebrities or sponsorship or partnerships. It's my commitment to sort of bring others along with me that's really just important. What an amazing perspective. What an amazing view. Beer is not ready for that. That yeah. That is not it. And I am sorry, Alyssa, call me. I will give you some guidance. We don't mm-hmm. jump straight to the point. Mm-hmm. We've got to, like, take little baby steps. So the first thing we do is, do you know the hot guy on TikTok that does all the axe wood chopping
0: I know a couple of them. A couple? I thought there was only <laughs> yeah, one. More than one. Oh, <laughs> all
1: right. Well, the hottest one. The ho- okay. okay, the hottest one, right? He's very like open-minded, female empowerment, blah blah blah. But you know, straight-guy chopping wood, hot, yeah. shirt comes off all the time. <laughs> he knows what sells. You get him, right? And right. then people are like, "Yeah, great." Right. And then you know, they also kind of understand he, he's an ally to some communities, right? right? And then you move a little bit closer. But we just you don't you don't grab the football and just run to the goal Goals? line. I don't know. Yeah. I was like soccer net. I football, but <laughs> you don't you don't run to the winning spot with it and jump up and down and scream I won. Yeah, to fight your way through some guys and mm-hmm. that's that. And so. We just went too fast that that's what happened. I see. And uh, unfortunately, in going too fast, um, Dylan gets a lot more hate and heat for this. And um, I don't know uh, what other brands are going to do, but some of the other mainstream brands, maybe Kellogg's is not going to come after her and ask her to be the face on the cereal now. So this, well, they
0: probably weren't anyway. So. W-
1: well, maybe not. Right. Um, yeah. But it's good
0: that I think I think it's good that what happened happened. It it, it does open up Dylan to more negativity, but I think also it it um, it does sort of blaze a trail, even if we don't get the next step for a while.
1: I think you're absolutely right, and so it does kick the door open a little bit more, which is great. But um, Alyssa and Dylan will have to pay the price for that. Alyssa may I mean she's a Harvard grad; she recovered. Right, yeah, she, she'll, she'll be, be fine. fine. This is a moment that will go into marketing textbooks. Yes, there are such a thing as textbooks about marketing, um, and so yeah, I, not a not a bad thing. I totally get the motivation, and I'm really glad that I listened to 45 minutes of you know wine yeah. o'clock talk. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um. To to get to that because. Um, it really does feel genuine. It really does feel, you know, it wasn't a calculated like we'll get so much publicity. If it did feel like we want to shift the culture, we want to shift the brand because I'm an all inclusive person. So, mm-hmm. um, so again, really glad that I got to that point. Um, but oh my God, I've never heard the word girl boss. Or the expression "What's in your worry box?" Um, oh
0: my god, I hadn't heard that one before. I, I can live without that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's more. I, I uh, like. No. Oh God, Could I could I even think of one? Uh, but I mean, here's the thing: <laughs> I don't want to like talk down on that because yeah. it, because here's the thing: it, not my struggle, and so right. I don't need those tools. Maybe right. people, you know. Like gay guys, they it's a struggle every day, right? And so there are tools and some of those tools are expressions like girl and, and that sort of bullshit right. and right. not my tool either. But when I hear it, I understand why it's employed. And right. I didn't because I don't have that experience. I don't understand why those tools are necessary. It's so it's easy for me to be snarky and, and you know, ugh, I hate it. Um, but I just don't That's understand. Safe. Yeah. Got
0: it. Yeah. Okay. Fair.
1: Fair. All right, let's get to the apology.
0: Okay, um, so uh, was it even an apology? Well, we'll get to that. Um, but the CEO of Anheuser-Busch, whose name I deleted, apparently, um, wrote, as the CEO of, oh, he, this is called Our Responsibility to America, and it was tweeted um, on a background of their their logo, which is this, you know, American Eagle Blah, blah, blah. Um, so it was very uh, very Americana, all of it. Uh, and what it, what it said was, as the CEO of a company founded in America's heartland more than 165 years ago, I am responsible for ensuring every consumer feels proud of the beer we brew. We're honored to be part of the fabric of this country. Anheuser-Busch employs more than 18,000 people, and our independent distributors employ an additional 47,000 valued colleagues. We have thousands of partners, millions of fans, and a proud history supporting our communities. Military, our community's military, first responders, sports fans, and hardworking Americans everywhere. We never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over a beer. My time serving this country taught me the importance of accountability and the values upon which America was founded. Freedom, hard work, and respect for one another. As CEO of Anheuser-Busch, I am focused on building and protecting our remarkable history and heritage. I care deeply about this country, this company, our brands, and our partners. I spend much of my time traveling across America, listening to and learning from our customers, distributors, and others. Moving forward, I will continue to work tirelessly to bring great beers to consumers across our nation.
1: God bless America. God bless right. everyone.
0: You see the flag being waved. Um you can just imagine it and it, it it is a remarkably wishy-washy comment it's lose it lose it's lose lose it's exactly right he tries to cover all the bases and ends up accomplishing nothing uh, it's not apology uh i don't know that an apology was even required and i'm not sure what he was trying to accomplish with this statement i mean he i guess he's trying to smooth over everything but really by saying absolutely nothing
1: i mean that's it exactly um, what he's trying to do is win back the traditional beer drinkers, right? Uh, but at yep. the same time, not offend Gen Z. And yeah. you managed to do neither because now yep. Gen Z sees that you rushed out to the marketplace um, w- apologizing, semi quote, or it's not really, but y- you know you're responding and you're trying to make nice with the beer drinking pickup crowd. And the beer drinking pickup crowd, they'll maybe they'll come back. And make your beer cheaper. They'll they'll go to price. Yeah.
0: So the conservatives will be upset by this comment because it doesn't come out against Dylan, and the liberals will be upset by this comment because it doesn't come out in support of Dylan. And I think that there was no point nope, in making this statement.
1: But part two of that of appealing to the we'll just call them the the pickup truck beer drinkers. Yeah, um, is air quotes around firing, but it, it's putting Alyssa on ice, right? Hopefully she'll get a nice payout um, and then she'll be able to move forward and maybe a brand like Ulta will come to her and be all like, hey, we love what you did. It was real brave. Um, our target audience is shares your values um, and what should we rate the apology? Um, yeah, because that is what zero. we do. <laughs> That's.
0: I give it a zero. It's got nothing. It's got none of the characteristics that, that I would expect of an apology, and so it gets a, 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 a zero.
1: I'm gonna give it a zero as well. I want to give it a negative one because I feel like you're apologizing to the wrong people, and it's not the pickup. Beer drinkers, you need to apologize to. You need their money. I, I get that. Right. Um, and so, yeah. And then, um, on the other hand, I do recognize the PR move that it is, and and what it does without apologizing is allow people to, on the right wing, the pickup uh, truck beer drinkers, to say, "Well, okay, they apologized." So I'll go back to drinking Bud Light.
0: Right, that's true.
1: Yep. Um, and so from a money perspective and from a like calm Wall Street perspective, it, it did its thing. Um, but I'm, I'm going to say this about the culture wars. I did some podcasts searching, looking for Dylan Mulvaney shows and looking for Bud Light. Um, and when I type in Bud Light, I got a lot of podcasts, and they were all right-wing, and they were all to a person, horrible people, Uh. Candace Owens, right? Uh. And the ugly things they said in the show notes, in the fucking show notes, they're saying these awful things, right? Uh. And it just, it turned my stomach, almost literally, and- I couldn't make myself listen to them, right? Because it was like I don't need that bullshit in my head. Not because not because my life is so bad, I need more negative, but because my life is nice. I'm a happy person. I want to celebrate and be joyful around well, I can't believe I just used the word joyful. Sorry, my godmother used to it. It haunts me sometimes. Um, but you know I want to I w I wanna I wanna I don't mind sadness and, and life. That everything's a part of life. You can't can't avoid it. Um, but everything does not have to be negative. And Mm -hmm. this was all negative. And so then when I, um, went to Google, like Dylan Mulvaney, so the Bud Light Google or Bud Light, uh, podcast search, right. It was just all negative, negative, negative. Um, and the Dylan stuff, it pulled up a bunch of right wing bullshit that was also negative, 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 and just, just made my skin crawl. It didn't make me angry. It made me sad fucking sad for these people, not sad for me, sad for them. And then the Dylan ones that were, were positive, which were by Rosie O'Donnell and this guy named Mark Mulvaney, um, who's a, um, a journalist, right. Um, who very left wing, of course, both of them, uh, they were at least positive. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the thing that I'll point out, particularly about Dylan Mulvaney is she's doing a show right now, uh, it's a one-woman show in the Rainbow Room in New York City, right? Big right. lifetime dream, right? Um, everybody who's cool, and some people who aren't, but historically important, have played the Rainbow Room, right? Sandra Bernhardt, Rainbow Room. Mm-hmm. Um, cult figures, Rainbow Room. Dylan Mulvaney, mm-hmm. now in the Rainbow Room. Awesome. The proceeds from her show are going to the Trevor Project, right? Which is a LGBTQ suicide prevention hotline. Um, positive. I don't know where Candace Owens' money is going to, but I'll promise Uh you it's not going to anything that uh, I think would do good for anybody. I agree. And so if there's a culture where, and apparently there is, yes, uh, the line's been drawn, they've been drawn in beer, the Budweiser wall has been stacked, right? And people are using guns to shoot at the wall. Great. And the rest of us, we're not... Shoot all the beer you want, as long as you pay for it.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Oh God, so um, so yes, and um, CEO of Budweiser. If I mean, it's not like I run out and buy Budweiser anyway. No. But this doesn't make me We're more inclined to buy to it.
2: Drink oh,
1: hell yeah! It, you're less the, less I less still life, don't right? drink Coors because of the bullshit in the '80s. Oh yeah, I know they're back oh, on absolutely. board. So yippee! Right, but. Um, I won't
0: go to Cracker Barrel even though they're supposedly nice now.
1: Yeah, no. Um
0: No. Don't
1: forgive. now I could've I'm, gonna, I'm <laughs> gonna I just said all those positive things, but secretly I'm gonna press you with my hatred until you're a shiny little diamond
2: <laughs> of tears. <laughs>
1: So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's that that's we've our story. landed and on we the wish side
0: Dylan of- Mulvaney all the best. And we hope that she continues to be joyful and, and as unaffected by the negativity around her as she possibly can be. So excellent.
1: Right. And um, Alyssa, you can come to me for marketing lessons anytime. Harvard apparently did you wrong, but I'll do you right.
0: Oh sorry. God, Maybe that's you want some wine. Bad. I'll drink some wine with you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, well, it's not the wine I objected to. It was all the mommy talk. <laughs>
0: um, so do you have a who's sorry now or an apology is expected today?
1: Um I do. I have an apology expected. Um and it's just because it's in my head. So okay. uh there are four commissioners in Oklahoma who were pot oh, yes. after a public hearing in a room talking policy decisions which is against the law in Oklahoma for politicians to do these conversations are supposed to be had in public during public time and uh the four people three guys and one girl three men and one lady um mm-hmm. were saying racist things about how black people had too many rights or at least more rights than we do Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't know which version of America you live in, but it's not the version that I live in. Um, and then talking about murdering reporters and, um, and one of the guys said, oh, I've got two holes dug on my property and the FBI apparently is now interested in, are there holes? Did you you take some holes? Are they human size? Um, And so I am sure that we will be hearing, just like we did from the L.A. City Council members, right, who were also recorded secretly saying racist, terrible things, um, that there'll be some apologies coming out from that and fully expect them. And I would just say, um, racist, maybe you might want to think about your opinions and maybe wonder why people turn against you when they hear your opinions, Maybe your opinions are ill-formed. Ill America's yeah. Hero, once again, you're welcome, everyone. Thank you. Thank yes. you so much. You're welcome. You especially.
0: Of course. Um, and I do have an apology expected um, today. And it is, if you remember um, last week, I think it was, when the um, the gentleman, there were two black gentlemen and a woman who got kicked out of the Tennessee State House. For speaking out of turn, basically, and um, the actually the they didn't get all kicked out. Only the black people did, not the white woman. So anyway, one of the dudes, Tennessee State Representative Scotty Campbell who uh, was involved in kicking them out, resigned on Thursday after it was revealed that the state's House Ethics Committee had secretly convicted him of sexually harassing at least one legislative intern. Multiple women working as interns in the House have accused Campbell of making inappropriate sexual comments and advances towards them, and that the government potentially spent thousands of dollars helping relocate one woman from the apartment complex where the representative also lived. Campbell was a member of GOP leadership and was the vice chair of the Republican House caucus. So thank God he's gone. Um, may many more follow.
1: Yeah, good job, Tennessee lawmakers. You've just drawn everyone's attention to you, and we're like, "Oh, wow, what else are you yeah, doing?" What's going on over there? Yeah,
0: exactly. So I expect him to apologize, but he won't. I'm sure he won't. So,
1: no, he's probably not going to apologize, but he should.
0: He definitely should.
1: Yeah. So lots. that's
0: it for this week. What have you got? Anything else? Anything else you'd like to share with us before we take off and?
1: And, and go do greatness in our new week. Yeah. Um, no, nothing at all, other than I am counting the hours because it's about 24, 26 hours before your plane touches down.
0: I'm totally excited. And I'm totally excited because I'm flying first class, which I haven't done in years.
1: Ooh, and, nice. Uh,
0: it should be um, a more relaxing experience that way. So, yay. Yay, me.
1: Yay, you. You'll really enjoy it. And I know those yep. three hours are. You're such hell on an airplane
0: I know <laughs> Yep Okay uh, That's it uh, Stay calm What now? Oh, <laughs> stay yeah. cool cucumbers And um, What was the other one? It has oh, to do God. with
1: walking And a food product
0: Don't trip potato chips Catch We'll talk to you later Alligator we'll catch you later Yeah. Same time next week Bye everyone Bye